Welcome to Better in Real Life, a podcast from the Trestle Collective. I'm your host, Jonathan McGinty, and in this podcast, we're going to have conversations with good folks doing some interesting, pretty cool things. In our first episode, I chat with Jen Gallus, the Director of Social Media Strategy and Digital Operations for the University of Georgia Athletics. Now, she and I have talked about doing a podcast for a while, though our original focus was on, well, a different topic. I, th- I think that the natural lead-in is is obviously Trisha Yearwood and her uh, um, her interesting takes on recipes. Interesting is a strong word there, Jen. Um, I well, you yeah. know I was trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, they are indeed interesting. <laughs> I think my favorite one is the one where she cooked a fish dish in mayonnaise, like cooked it in a pan yeah. in mayonnaise. Uh, there was one she did, I think it was like a pulled pork that was like baked. And I'm like, that's, that's not right. Like, don't, don't try that. Okay. So fine. Jen and I both have this weird love of Trisha Yearwood's Food Network program, typically spending Saturday mornings going back and forth on Twitter about whatever culinary monstrosity was being rendered for our enjoyment or our horror. And though we have this in common, as well as several other things, including our backgrounds working in public relations and marketing in the sports world, we've only actually spoken just a handful of times. So if there's ever someone who fits the bill as ideal first guest for Better in Real Life's podcast, it's Jen Gallus. Somebody asked me the other day on Twitter, like, if you could be a, if you could be sponsored by anybody, who would it be? And I was like, it either has to be like Timex or um, obviously Jordan Brand or um uh traeger like top three are you a shooter oh yeah how did i not know this about you yeah i'm a bit of a sneakerhead. i'll show you the ones i have on oh those are sweet <laughs> yeah i'm a bit of a sneakerhead. so do like do you like get in the line like 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 the, the queue online to to get the jordans when they come out as fast as they can um i have never been like I've never been lucky enough to get those. So, um, but I do pay attention when shoe drops are like, I got these like last year cause they or earlier this year, I guess, cause they dropped and, um, they came out, uh, through like through Nike. And so I was able to get them like on like the day they came out. So, and, and you wear them, like, you're not one of the people who saves them in the no. place. Them. No, I, uh, I have a, I have a thing with shoes and cars where I think they're supposed to be worn and driven. I can respect that. So like if I have, I mean, in a perfect world, I would have, um, you know, a car, I would have double of the same car, one that gets one that is like for show and then one that I drive, but that's insane. There's a guy in Athens who has um, uh, SL 300 gold wing from like, the fifties or whenever it is. And he has one in Athens and those things are super, super, super rare. And he drives it everywhere. He takes it to the grocery store and we were talking to him about it. He was like, yeah, man, like it's, if you're driving, like I bought this car to drive it and they're meant to be driven. They were machines that are meant to be driven. And why would I do it? Like, why would I have something that I can't enjoy? So, and that man was, I was like, yes, I mean, I feel I like, like the whole point of having a really nice car is when you drive it, heads turn to look at you. Correct. <laughs> and the same thing with shoes. Like, I think if you're going to wait, like if you're going to drop 
you know, some money on a pair of cool shoes or a cool watch or something like that. Like, I think that you have to, like, you have to wear them. Jen is one of several talented women leading social media efforts for some of the largest sports brands in the U.S., continuing an encouraging trend of recruiting, hiring, and putting women in positions of influence in the industry. Last year, we spoke about the importance of representation for women in the world of athletics, and she told me that it was important to be the person she wished she had had when she was coming up in the industry. I spoke with you um, last year, I feel like it was, for a piece that I wrote, and I wanted to talk a little bit about your journey to where you are now professionally. And one okay. of the things that really stood out to me was, I think you said that you came into your career by chance. Um, I'd love for you to kind of, you know, cause that you were doing, you, 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 in essence had to find a scholarship or had to find a job cause you had one lapsing. Is that right? That's right. So I, um, when I was in school, I, um, did my undergrad at South Carolina. Um, when I was in school, I was on scholarship, but it was a four year only scholarship. And I was, so basically it was like, I either finish in four years or I pay for a semester and I didn't want to do that. Right. <laughs> so I found like kind of a weird loophole in the scholarship. They would allow me to take summer school for one semester. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to take two, my internship calendar for six hours over like the course of summer. And that one thing allowed me to graduate in four years. And when I did that, I was living in Columbia and I already had an apartment, so I really couldn't move anywhere else. I was kind of last minute and kind of putting all these weird pieces together. And so it was the summer before my junior year. And so I just wasn't quite like there yet. And I didn't really, I wasn't really oh. thinking like you're about my like future because I was 20. Right. <laughs> um, so I figured it out and I was like, oh crap, like I have to go find a job. And so I was like looking on campus for, I was a PR major. And I was like, well, like the athletic department's hiring. Like I like sports, let's go like the maybe. And so I like it applied for this job, like cold called them, applied for this position and got it. Be, right. <laughs> yeah. How can it be? It's probably fine. <laughs> um, and so I just jumped in and like, they hired me for the summer. Um, they hired me like going into the summer and then I worked over the summer and then I could, I worked there for the next year and a half. Um, or two years, I guess I was like, two, I was there for a little over two years total. Um, and, uh, worked and, uh, I guess, yeah, Friday at two years, maybe a little less than, um, and worked as a student assistant in the sports comm office there. And they kept me on after I, after the summer ended. Um, and yeah. And then I, I fell into my first, like, I had experience doing this one thing that I enjoyed. And so I, when I was looking for jobs, when I graduated, I got um, a call from the college of Charleston and they were like, Hey, we have this post-grad intern, um, internship. Uh, do you want it? And I was like, I guess, why not? And I mean, then worse places to be in than Charleston right after school. Correct. There were worse places to live than at the beach in Charleston. Um, <laughs> and I knew a bunch of friends who lived there. So, and like, and I was 21, 22 at the time. So like worst places to live when you're 22. Um, and so I was like, sure, let's move down there. And so I did that and then uh, worked at Elon University for two and a half years ish. 
Um, and then my husband got a job at Georgia or for IMG at Georgia in Athens. And um, we moved down here. So, and I was 11 years ago. <laughs> oh, and is, is your husband in the same, is he in the same industry? Does he do, what does he do? Mm-hmm. He is a creative, he is a social content creator, creative director for the gymnastics team. Okay. Okay. So, so I didn't, I didn't realize. So are y'all working in the same office then theoretically? No, he, no. I mean, so we work like adjacent. Okay. We work adjacent. So he used to work for um, our um, multimedia rights holder and um, doing kind of uh, features, website stuff, um, some social, some in venue, that type of stuff. And then um, left the industry for about a year and a half. Um, and then the gymnastics team, he'd worked with gymnastics for a couple, for pretty much the entire time he was here. And um, they were looking to hire a full-time person to kind of manage their social and, and video stuff and graphics and recruiting and all that stuff. And so he applied and got that job. He's been there. This is 2020 as a season was only like half a season so he's but right. he's one and a half seasons in so what what but is, he'd worked with them for like nine years okay what is it because i have this is alien to me because i am married to a wonderful woman but she is a cpa she teaches at the terry college graduate accounting i work in pr and i have a background in working in sports journalism and sports communication so our brains are at the opposite sides of each other what is it like <laughs> to have a spouse who essentially is doing the same thing you're doing like I mean do you ever like how often do you find yourself talking shop at like nine o'clock at night every night (laughs) I mean really like truthfully like we talk and it's never like it's not like forced it's not like complaining or anything like that it's like oh my gosh did you see this thing or how about this or like hey like I'm stuck on this project can you help or um, that type of stuff. So it's never like, it's never like a chore. It's just because like, um, you know, it's in our, it's funny though. Cause like our brains work really differently too. Cause my background is in straight PR and he, his background is in like film and video production. Okay. So like, he's like innately, like very innately creative. And I've had to like work at it to be more creative where he can just like see something and like dissect it immediately and being like oh this is how they did it and I'm like what (laughs) and then it takes me yeah so like it is a little different but it's it brings like a really nice balance though because like health or like you know I'll say like I'm stuck on this one thing how can I get it and he's like oh what if you pull these three things or the flip side for him and he's like I have this really great idea but I'm not entirely sure how to execute it over the course of time how can I do better with that so yeah we I mean we talk about it the number of times like anything that I do, like I do for work or freelance stuff, he sees same thing with like, like even today, I think we probably sent like 17 photos and stuff like images and graphics we've been working on like back and forth doing like, where can I like, what's that tweet we can make? So yeah, it's, it's, it's different. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily for everyone. Um, I really like it just because I mean, but like, it's never, it's never been like a chore. Right. Right. It's always just, it's always just been what we do. Right. I, I just have conversations with my wife where I'm, I just get assured that eventually we're going to be able to retire. That's, she's apparently handling yeah. our financial stuff. And I, yeah, I, can run, we, I can run a problem by her, but she's just going to nod and smile. And then she could do the same thing. Yeah. With me and I would be even more lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, I don't know, it's different and it's, um, and, but we've always kind of been like work adjacent. I mean, really since we met, we met at when we worked at Elon University. 
Um, and we met there. And so we've always, we've both worked in sports. I think working in sports specifically, um, you kind of have to have somebody who understands it because if you don't work in sports, I don't know that you understand like the time commitment that is involved in it. Oh, agree. Um, and yeah, so it's nice. It's always been nice to have somebody who like genuinely understands it and, and is super supportive of that career because it, I mean, it's, it's a career choice. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, a, well, it's a choice. That, and, and it's one of those things. And, you know, my wife appreciated it because, you know, she married a sports writer when, when, you know, we were in our early twenties, but like the notion of long deadline, you know, long days, deadlines, and it just happens all the time. There really isn't an, an off season quote unquote anymore. So it just is, no. I mean, it's just, it's just interesting to me. Yeah. That that's something because, you know, when I worked at uh, my previous agency, there were certain projects I'd work on and it was a nine to five gig, but like the sports projects mm-hmm. I was on, you're working through the weekends, you're working nighttime, you're doing all that type of stuff. So, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's, and, and like I said, it's, it's always been there. And like, I'm super lucky that like my husband and my entire family, um, I bet you, they in general don't know exactly what I do for a living, but they've always been really supportive of knowing that like, Oh, you like, um, like that, there is a time that my job is not normal. It's not like, you know, if I'm, they want to like, if we want to go to on a vacation in the middle of September, it's like, okay, well you have to pick either a bye week or an away week. Right. So otherwise like I can't come and they're like, yeah, but it's Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, but it's Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of big. Um, (laughs) It's a big day for me. Um, And, you know, or like, you know, weddings has always, have always been a weird thing. Um, Like we take, we take our like summer vacations typically in like December Right. Um, you know, like, <laughs> and it's, and like, like I said, we, we, we've been really fortunate to have the, like our friends and the people in our lives that we, that we care about, like really sort of understand it. Um, and it goes back to what, you know, I talked about earlier, it's like, or a couple of, whenever it was last year of like, you really have to love what you do mm-hmm. to, to, to be successful, especially in an industry that takes up a lot of your time. Um, a, an industry that never really stops Mm-mm. um and it's not like it's not even like a pro team where you have a season and then you have a break and then you have training camp and then you're back into the season it's like when football ends I think ever I think that one of the misconceptions sometimes about college athletics is that the busiest time is in the fall mm-hmm. and in reality it's in like February because you have like 12 sports competing at the same time Right. Um, and that's, and, you know, and, and knowing how, you know, as soon as football ends, basketball's already started. And as soon as basketball ends, baseball's starting. And then it goes, I mean, and then the last thing, you know, if you're in the college world series, you're going through mid June. Yeah. If you're in, if you're in track and field and you're competing at the highest level in track and field, you're in late June. And then football camp starts, you know, early August. Right. <laughs> well, and, and you get a year like this where you have Georgia doing so well, or either a current Georgia uh, uh, athletes or, or, or alum who are doing well in, in the Olympics. So you got to think through, mm-hmm. how am I going to create content? How am I going to be able to amplify that? I mean, because yeah. there was the one day early on that Georgia was third in the medal count. Which Correct. Was awesome. There was like, in the, very early on, yeah, we, um, we were uh, tied for second behind China. <laughs> because we had I mean and we had five medals you know and like that's that's a really I mean we had five medals on the first we had what one two three we had four medals on the first night 
all which all is insane diving, right yeah all swimming and diving yes yeah. all swimming and diving so far but as of today is um uh july 29th so uh as Another of week. this morning sep straka um for who is competing in golf he is leading <laughs> yes uh, for that. austria which is awesome like you know we had um you know, we had in track and field will start uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll have tracks starting tomorrow. Um, and so that'll go for the next week or so. Jen is one of several talented women leading social media efforts for some of the largest sports brands in the U.S., continuing an encouraging trend of recruiting, hiring, and putting women in positions of influence in the industry. Last year, we spoke about the importance of representation for women in the world of athletics, and she told me that it was important to be the person she wished she had had when she was coming up in the industry. There's a thing on uh, the back door of my office that says that. It says, be the person you wish you had. Yeah, and I feel like that's even, well, I feel like that's sort of, the, the. and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's a really good network of women who are working in social media, particularly in the sports world, who mm-hmm. have built whether you know each other personally from getting to know each other at conferences or whatnot, or just following them on Twitter. Uh, I mean, that's fairly true, right? Y'all have a pretty good network yeah. of support, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think that, um, you know, there's, we all have dealt with the same things um, over time, over periods of time. Right. Um, you know, we've all been there. Um, you know, we've all experienced the knuckleheads. We've all experienced the comments, the, um, you know, either being called an intern or, you know, the guy that runs my, this account, the guy that runs my fellow sport, like my favorite sport team account. And this assumption that like, you know, if they knew, or, you know, that if you, one of the jokes is like, if you start, if you tell somebody you like sports, like they're like, okay, we'll name the three like birthdays of the last three starting shortstops and you're like what nope that doesn't mean yeah (laughs) that has nothing to do with anything and like you probably couldn't even do it so um you know or like this assumption that if you're a female that works in sports that you just want to date the players or you just like there you know or you you know that's and it's just so not the truth (laughs) um and so and also super condescending and sexist. I mean, everything about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I could be running a, I'm not going to get those questions if I was doing that, no. which just reveals the, the small mindedness of those folks. And it's, and it's, and, you know, we have, there's a big group of us. There's, um, I don't know the statistics anymore, but as a, a couple of years ago, there was something like 60 or 65% of ML or ML or NFL teams. Uh, were who their social and digital were run by women and like that's like that's insane like mm-hmm. it was like insanely good like mm-hmm. it, but it's just this wild thing that we're like you know this it, it's there's so many of us and they're all such you know some of these women are I mean they're incredible all of these women are incredible mm-hmm. um and are doing these really amazing things and you know and I think the only way that you can um keep pushing that forward um and creating space for not only women but you know people of color and the lgbtq plus communities like putting those voices because those voices are so important and um and the only way that you can create space for them is to talk to the people who are in it and making sure that as 
you know, as we as we all rise, we bring everybody up with us because I think that's a really really important thing that um, I think we're all trying to um, we're trying to get to is a, a lot more um, you know representation in the sports industry, whether it be collegiate or pro. Well, I mean, and I'm so incredibly grateful that. I've been able to follow you and get to know you because you've turned me on to following some of those folks on social media and they're some of the best follows I have. Um, yeah. I mean, not just. For, the, especially from like, not even from just like social and like, right. like conversations. It's just these, like they're, they're all of these people. Like I, there's a, a person who works um, in uh, at a um, agency, like a sport, like a sports agency. Right. And she and I, like we both have love of like, um, cocktails and we have a love of using our traders and, uh, you know, like some of these very specific things I've never met her, but like when it, we DM each other all the time, like, <laughs> you know, like every time she's like, and she's hopefully she's going to be coming back to Atlanta a couple of times. She lives on the West coast. Right. Um, and she's like, Oh man, the next time I'm in Atlanta, like, I'll like, let me, I'll let you know, we'll, like go have, like have a drink, have dinner. And, you know, and it's just these people that are, um, they're just really incredible people that are some of the most fun people to follow. Um, it's not all about sports. I mean, most yeah. of my timeline isn't about sports. It's yeah. about whatever I'm cooking or my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, that's really all it is. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's the perfect, I mean, again, the whole premise of me wanting to do this podcast and calling it better in real life was talking to people who, you know, I maybe had some relationship with them uh, through some capacity, but a lot of them, I'm going to reach out to folks in social media who I've gotten to know and said, hey, I just want to learn a little more about you. I think it'd be fun to have a conversation. So, but that leads yeah. to what'll be a great last question that I'll ask you. Okay. Because um, we're heading into the weekend. Um, what do you plan to cook on your trigger this weekend? Um, we have, I'm doing smoked sausage balls today. Okay. I think I'm going to do a... Um, I have a smoked bourbon, um, a maple bourbon peach cobbler. I have a bunch of peaches that I have to get rid of. Okay. So I'll likely, um, it's a, it, I've made it once before. It's super good. Um, I have a full packer brisket. And if I can take, if I can get it defrosted, like I'm going to try to do it and maybe do that someday and do a full brisket. Um, if I don't do that, then it may just, I might just do like a pork butt or something. But you'll use your Traeger for theoretically every like dinner, every significant meal this weekend. Is that what you're yeah. telling? Usually, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I'm like usually, yeah. And we have like this really sweet setup in our garage now. <laughs> oh, I've seen it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this really like sweet setup. We put like a 60 inch television like, in our garage. Um, we put a built-in kegerator um, built into a workbench. So like, it looks like a full bar top. Um, I mean, hell we have the Traeger. I mean, we're all vaccinated yeah. now. We just should have done the podcast there. <laughs> yeah, you we absolutely could have, man. Like it's a, um, uh, you know, we, and, I mean, we hang out there. I mean, we're, we watch TV in our garage, like four nights a week. Like we just back the cars up and like, we're just sitting in there. Cause we, I mean, our garage is first and foremost, like, a place to keep our cars right but we'll back them out and we'll we have like camping chairs that go on a shelf and we like pull out the camping chairs sit in front of the tv we put something on the trigger and have a couple beers yeah, yeah. That sounds like a pretty <laughs> yeah, good anything weekend. we do we like i love um you know we we cook especially on the weekends and um to i mean it, it i like to cook outside 
Um, I, I love to cook, like love to cook. It's one of my favorite things. Um, it's a, one of the only and best ways for me to like unwind um, is to like create something. I think that, um, and I also, I've always said that like food is a way to like show love. And so like, if I cook a, the best thing I can do and the, the easiest way for me to show how much I care about someone is like cooking this like really great meal. Better in Real Life is a production of Trestle Collective. It's hosted by me, Jonathan McGinty, with original music and editing by Joe Van Hoos. For more, visit TrestleCollective.com, and be sure to let us know what you think of the show.